what you are about to witness through the sounds coming from your device is one of the greatest podcasts your ears will ever hear. One man took it upon himself to create a platform dedicated to all mankind. His vision was to accomplish the inevitable, a place where pointless opinions reign supreme and can be expressed for the entertainment of others. So sit back as you engulf on a journey, one that you have never experienced before. Welcome to the Club. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Club Podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening uh, weekly. This is your host, Matt Jacobs. And again, this podcast is just to kind of express our pointless opinions and uh, talk to you guys, our fans. So yesterday um, I started a Facebook page uh, just to kind of get people uh, into it and uh, having them listen and share with their friends or whatever. And uh, we've reached over 160 followers. So that is good. Uh, I really uh, appreciate each and every one of you for uh, uh, sharing it with your friends and inviting everyone that you can. And uh, right now we've reached over 180 plays uh, on uh, Spotify and all their favorite platforms. So uh, that is awesome for me and for everyone here uh, listening. It's uh, thoroughly enjoyable to uh, to do this, to basically talk to each other for no reason, but uh, letting other people listen in. So I got a friend with me. You all know him. He was on my very first episode. It's none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Dre Butler. Hey, I'm back. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, for sure. So uh, today uh, we're going to start a little bit about uh, kind of like uh, why we started joining the Marine Corps uh, and and, uh, put it in our career. And then we're going to go into uh, an interesting, funny, comedic version of our episode, which we haven't done yet. Uh, we're going to do some dad jokes. Why not? Right. Have people yep. laugh or not laugh because, uh, you know, could be funny, could be dumb, but yeah, could be corny. <laughs> that's the whole fun. And, uh, that's the whole fun in it. So, uh, Dre, you were, you are from Dallas or, or Dallas area, right? Yes. And, uh, yeah. So you joined the Marine Corps when? 2007, July 7th. Dang. So you've been <laughs> in for 13 years, right? Yeah, damn near. <laughs> yeah, and you're going the full 20, right? Yeah, 20 or more, 20 plus. Nice, nice. And uh, are you first generation? I I am, or at least I thought I was, because I have a, another cousin on my mother's side uh, that I met later on in my life that was also in the Marine Corps beforehand, so we're like the only two that I know. Wow. So Okay. So what inspired you to actually join? Um. It's kind of like embarrassing to talk about in a sense, but honestly, the way that I joined was through my recruiter promising that I could go to school, college for free and traveling. That's what initially got me because they the recruiters were walking uh, through the schools of my high school, just doing their recruiting thing. Do you remember your recruiter's name? Ooh, no. <laughs> I don't. I, I, know I it used to remember a. mine. I know. I used to know his name, but no. Okay. I, it's I was been just so long. And that's partly my fault, too, because sometimes I didn't even go to, like, you know, go up there to, like, talk to them and be more learning about the culture of the Marine Corps beforehand. So that's my fault. Um, yeah. But I think they caught me in the class, like, not out 
out of class, skipping class, uh, in the hallway one day, and then I got to talking to, it was two of them, then the one that became my recruiter gave me his card. Um, I did ROTC in high school, so I kind of knew, um, you know, about the military and, of course, about the Marines more so often through their commercials and uh, who portrayed them in movies and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I thought, what the heck? I told my mom about it. I wasn't 18 yet. I was 17, so I had to, like, get her permission anyway to even, like, sign anything. So they came, They actually came to my house. They signed. Uh, I signed <laughs> my life away, as we yeah. say. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I, that's initially how they uh, first sold me, and um, and I told my mom I really wanted to do it. Um, it wasn't, and then the thing that made me stay though was the camaraderie, you know, the the people, and yeah. then certain things of the Marine Corps that that keeps you disciplined and stuff, stuff like For that. Sure. So, so um, what I was gonna ask was, uh, did um, man? I, oh, uh, tell everyone what ROTC is for people who don't know what that is. I forgot exactly what it stands for, to be honest. But it's basically like a, a military program um, that they start in the high school level. I'm pretty sure they got even JROTC because I've heard about that. It probably started in junior high. But uh, it has different um, uh, military factions of like yeah, Air Force, Army, United States Marine Corps, yeah, and such. And then you kind of get an idea of what, um, it's like to be in the military doing formations, doing drill movements, um, learning about uh, the standards of uh, anything, really. Now, is RTC uh, for all branches, or is that strictly Marines? I I, I never I, done it, and I never did any research into it. Um, I'm I'm more than certain that it's for pretty much, I think, the, the bigger branches. Like, I don't, I, I had to double check for, like, Coast Guard or something like that, okay. but I didn't. I know so it's a sure. general. Yeah, I know for sure we. I did the Air Force one. I've seen people do Marine Corps ones, and I'm. If those two got it, I'm pretty sure the Army. Had it. Was that like uh, an extra pay type of thing? Like you had no, to pay? It was just like an extra elective, wow. like for class. So instead of doing like. And that was at your high school. Yep, I really? did band. How big is uh, your high school? It was pretty big. It was Sam Houston High School. It's pretty big for Arlington. It's one of the biggest high schools there. Mm. I'll have to look at the exact numbers probably that time. But. Yeah. See, I went to a private school. I graduated like 26. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so That's people good. who have like 800, you know, I'm like, wow. Wow. Oh, okay. We have more we didn't than have that 800, <laughs> you know, K through 12, man. We had like maybe 400. <laughs> what? <the>? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean that's that's why I mean it's typical I think of, of private schools, right? I mean, yeah, you know. yeah, because with private schools, you know, like a Christian school, in order to have like a Bible class, mm-hmm. you have to the the like that because of that being able to freely uh, express religion and teach it, you basically okay. got to pay out of pocket, wow. and the, well, yeah, the state won't pay for it, and that's why you know you don't have that many private people because you got public school, it's free. Yep. Or private school that's, you know, however much a month. And right. Okay. Most people no, are like, no, let's, yeah. let's go that with the free sense. one. So <laughs> that's why there's, you know, so we didn't have a football program. Uh, we had like, uh, we did soccer, basketball, and baseball. And then the girls did soccer, volleyball, and basketball. So, okay. but we never had football or, you know, track or wrestling. Oh, okay. or, yeah, we didn't have all those. So. so you definitely had a different school experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely for sure. And uh, so, okay, so you did, is RTC like a one-year thing? No, um, it's, it's anything kind of like just like uh, how it was in band. It's just as long – it might have a cap on it of three years, but if I'm if that's not the case, then you can do it 
the full time that you're hmm. like in high school for your four so years. So it's just like a period in, mm-hmm. in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. And wow. I, yeah. is it a military person teaching it? Yes, in a sense. I, the instructors are definitely, to my knowledge, either still in or they're like almost like how we do like SDAs in a sense. I kind of feel like that's what they were doing, like a special duty assignment oh, okay. in Maybe a sense like, to do it. Yeah. But they looked like they were really in like our uniforms were like, you know, like they were like, you know, real uniforms for that program. But they looked like they really had, you know, like uh, their badges, the ribbons, their, you know. So, so when you were doing ROTC voluntarily. Yes. In that time, you weren't like, I'm going to join the military. Nope. <laughs> I, wow. I, I am completely different from who I am right now. Like, I honestly just I think I just took it just because I was interested in it. Like from what I was looking at, but it, I never had the thought of thinking like, you know what, I really want to join the military when I, you know, get older. Yeah. Nope. I just thought of it as another elective, like, you know, any other elective band. Or, yeah. Yeah. Were you a band? Were you a band person? I was. I played Which, the trombone. What? I did. That makes two of us, man. I played it. Well, I mean, I kind of gave it up. I kind of want to get back to it, but I played when I was in junior high school up to okay. like my. Uh, yeah, freshman year. Then I kind of. So let me tell you the weird thing about being in a Christian school, vice public school, which there's two drastic differences between them. If <laughs> in our school, the cool people were mm. in band. Oh, OK. And yeah. we didn't like cheerleaders. <laughs> so just a flip so flop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in public school, you're cool if you're a cheerleader, but band, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Our like our fine arts when it came to like choir, band, uh, you know, like uh, art classes and stuff like that and we went to like competitions i mean we annihilated oh. our sports you know what i mean wasn't wasn't the greatest um but it was definitely yeah our uh, like the most respected teacher out of the entire school was the band director That's he cool. was the one that everyone wanted like as they're like uh for their like senior class trips and stuff like that he was yeah he was a very respected man so did that have a impact on you trying to be in arts and stuff like that because the fi- how fine arts was defined i guess in, within your yeah well i don't know but I, i'm different than a lot of types of men right <laughs> and okay. d- don't uh, <laughs> people say it's on the sensitive side no nah, I, I wouldn't say i'm a sensitive man but you know you got your builders you know people who enjoy construction and building stuff right yeah then you got your fixers where people like working on cars and, and mm-hmm. you know, and building stuff. Then okay. you got your hunters and your fishers, you know, where people like to hunt and fish or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm on the side where I enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy taking pictures. I enjoy making videos. I enjoy singing. I enjoy playing guitar. I enjoy playing instruments. I enjoy, you know, uh, movies. So all that is like the art yeah, category. Yeah, the, the fine arts. Yeah, yeah. Fine arts. so, you know, anything that makes a project. So that's a style of personality that i am and, okay. I, and i enjoy all that but you know i can hunt and fish i just don't purposely you know go out and get you know the the um the, the equipment. bad yeah all that stuff to go out and go yeah. do it but i have i have no uh knowledge of building any you know building anything like from scratch or like uh if fixing cars <laughs> like i can do i can change a spare tire i mean for sure Good. but i can't change, change oil, oil or anything <laughs> like nope it stops at spare tire it's cool, but I mean, it's whatever. For me, uh, I never had any any desire to join any military branch whatsoever uh, in my high school as well. Uh, I always wanted to be an actor. Um, and I finally got the foot in the door a couple years ago, but always wanted to do that. So, but I thought, um, you know, what's a what's going to happen if I get like a degree in acting and it falls through and it doesn't work out? 
okay. I can't use that degree to get another job. Nobody's going to care that, wow, you you can talk really well on screen. Okay. So I was like, okay. so what's my plan B? What's a more realistic, you know, if my dream job is acting, what's a more realistic job? And so I was like, oh, I'll go for film because okay. if I'm not on screen, I'll be off screen. You know, I can do lights. I can do cameras. Mm-hmm. I can do sa- uh, sound. Um, you know, I can just do be like an assistant. But that's just I can do that for movies. I can do that for TV. I can do that for radio. I can do that for sports. You mm-hmm. know, that broadens a lot. Right. So I went right. to college for film. And I went to the Art Institute of Philadelphia um, for uh, a couple years, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that, right? Through that, I was able to get internships uh, to uh, things like a 50 Cent music video, which I think I told you. Yes, you did. Um, Many times. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I worked I worked behind that. I could get into that uh, a little bit later. Yeah, uh, I did definitely a Phil- do, though. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, w- I did a Philadelphia Flyers commercial, so, and I did like a USA Network commercial. I was able to meet you wow. know Matt Bomer from White Collar. Jeff Goldblum, I ate lunch with him, just me and him. That's a long story, which I'll, I can get into another podcast. It was really cool. So, you know, I didn't get paid, but I was basically a camera's assistant, and uh, I was able to uh, get involved just to mm. see it and experience it. Right. Well, uh, I sat and talked with Jeff Goldblum and uh, Matt Bomer, and, you know, they were talking about military and stuff like that, and I was like, well, I always wanted to aspire to be you know, an actor or whatever. And, uh, you know, both of them had that suggestion, like, you should join the military. And here's why. And they said, you know, you, the, your discipline gets better. Your maturity gets better. Um, your outlook in life gets better. Uh, people look at you differently. Uh, he's like, I even in our beginning times when we were trying to get jobs, um, there were t- times where we lost to people. Uh, we lost roles to people because they had military experience. Because the director automatically assumed that the guy, you know, could listen to authority well, um, could follow instructions and, and do all sorts Makes of things. Sense. So I was like, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll think about it. But I was like, again, I had no desire to join whatsoever. My best friend was going to join the Marine Corps. <laughs> and the recruiter was like, you know what, just come with me and Ben. Uh, I got to go do an interview with another guy. I was like, I'll pay for lunch. And I'm like, oh, free food? <laughs> Bit. I'll be there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he's like, you know, you could just help me with my quota. Um, I won't force anything on you. If you have questions, I'll answer them. But I won't try to convince you whatsoever. And I was like, okay, cool. So it, the curiosity in me, like I always do with a bunch of people, I just asked questions over questions, 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 questions. And then next thing I know, I, I we, we get back. I walk in the house and I'm like, hey, mom, uh, I think I'm joining the Marine Corps. My mom's <laughs> like, uh, okay. You know, my dad's like, what? Yeah. Where did this come from? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I, I want to go. And I went with my best friend, kind of did the buddy system where we went to boot camp together. And, yeah, it wasn't until I was on the bus about to park, you know, in Paris Island where I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, what? And it was crazy. So I was going to do four years and get out and uh, and then go pursue acting. Mm -hmm. But, of course, by the end of my four years, I'm married and have a kid. So... You know, yeah. to like convince the wife and stuff like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm going to go from a couple grand. I'm, you know, let me just get out. I promise you I'll hustle really hard and we'll make the money. You know, you're going from a guaranteed salary to nothing where every day I'm fighting to find a new acting role until I get up to, you know, being successful. And who knows how long it'll take, if, even if it, if it takes, right? Sometimes it takes a while. <laughs> and so, you know, I was like, you know what? She's right. Like, I can retire when I'm 41 and then go acting then. Of course, my greedy self is like, I want to start now. But at that time, you know, I had no foot in the door besides my little internship. So I was like, all right, let's reenlist. So I reenlisted. Uh, I went up to Massachusetts. I wanted to uh, look into acting there. And uh, the only places were like Boston, but that was like two and a half hours away. I'm like, I'm not traveling two and a half hours away to, to, to do acting and stuff like that. 
So it wasn't until I got here in Pennsylvania where I knew Philadelphia is not too far away. New York City is not too far away. You know, Baltimore is not too far away. And I really started looking into it. Um, my sister-in-law came across uh, a, an agency that was looking for a person with military experience. And basically through my military experience, I got my very first role. Through that very first role, huh. I was able to be eligible to be in the SAG. And now whenever I do get out and I do pursue it, I've already crossed that threshold of being eligible to be in the Screen Actors Guild. And now I can pursue hardcore. As of right now, you know, I'm not going to I'll probably do my 20 years, you know, to, to get that pension and, and have my family feel comfortable. But I've because I went to the military, my my dream in acting has opened up for me. You yeah, know, and who crazy. knows if I never did if I didn't join the Marine, Marine Corps. Yeah, crazy so it's crazy how, you know, my mind changed. And I feel like it was God led. I really do. I, I feel like he was like, hey, you know, I gave you a passion for acting and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Yeah. But you need to trust me and go this route first, you know. And at first, yeah. I'm just kind of like, maybe this is not all okay, you know. And yeah. and obviously now I see why my heart changed because again, I don't know, I don't know how my heart changed into wanting to join the military, but I did, and now I see why, you know. And yeah. and and Thanks, through man. trusting him, I was like, hey, it's working out. And I with with all this happening, and I can get into it a lot more in another podcast, you know. I I don't see it not becoming successful you know what i mean i don't think having that passion and all these paths intertwining together and working out for me right now that i don't see that that success never happening so okay. i'm gonna keep pursuing it and we're yeah. gonna we're gonna see where it goes from there hey, so go. that's why i'm here uh, i'll probably do 20 years with you but i joined 2010 so i won't be done until 2030 yeah so. at least 2030 yeah so i might be a little bit a little bit but you'll be okay. how old will you be when you hit your 20 um so I will be 38. Yeah, so you went right after high school. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like the summer? Or? Yeah, like literally a month into summer, and then I was gone. The recruiter, actually, that's why I also, also I don't remember my crew's name, because I had an initial recruiter, then for some reason he left, maybe he PCS to PCA or whatever. And then I got an, an, another recruiter that took up his packages, and I didn't know him as well or something like that. And I only knew him for like the last few months, if that. Whenever I did go up to the recruiter's office, so and he wanted, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I don't know them. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember either. But it's crazy. You remember? Do you remember your boot camp in- instructors? I remember their names for the most part. Yes, and yes, I do remember them more thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, see, but you don't probably don't remember your MCT instructors. Or not, your not MOS really. instructors? Not as much. No. Yeah. yeah, I remember my boot camp instructors. They were all sergeants. Really. Yeah, oh, okay. I never had a. It's crazy. I had all sergeants in boot camp. Mm-hmm. I had all sergeants at MCT, and I had all sergeants at MOS school. Oh, okay. There was a gunny, but he didn't teach us. You know, at yeah. MOS school, he was just there. You know. Oh, okay. Um, but I was taught all the way through till I hit the fleet as sergeants. You know, and so sergeant okay. was a big rank for me. You okay. know, and then obviously when I got sergeant, I was like, oh, this isn't anything. But when I went <laughs> back, so I started as an artillery mechanic for my first four years working mm-hmm. on uh, M777 howitzers. Uh, and they're massive, massive cannons with massive, massive power. Imagine nice. throwing a 120-pound round like 30 miles. That's mm. how much power this sucker had to mm. l- to just shoot that thing. And it was crazy. When that thing went off, it was a split second before it happened where literally it felt like all the sound around you just sunk into that gun before mm-hmm. it exploded. It was like, boom. And, but nice. you knew... A split second before it happened, that a gun was going to go off. Even if you were, you know, uh, 
miles away. Yeah, <laughs> seventy five <laughs> yards away or whatever. It was crazy. Those things are monstrous. You should YouTube it. It's, it look at a, a, a howitzer ex- explosion. It's it's unbelievable. So, um, but then I went back to the schoolhouse, uh, a different schoolhouse, to change my job to be an armor. You know, mm. to fix uh, all types of pistols and shotguns and rifles or whatever. Um, but going back as a sergeant you know, with all these privates of PFCs, you know, they looked at me <laughs> different because yeah. they saw me as like a boot boot camp instructor, you know. And when I talked to them, you know, respectfully, like a man, you know, it was like mind boggling. Like I was the coolest person to them because they've never met a sergeant mm-hmm. who like talked to them and called them bro or dude or man. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> like talking. To, it, it was funny. It was the coolest experience I've ever had in my military career. Uh, going back and just being like this, you know, mentor slash idol to these kids, you know, yeah, and uh, feeling that they could come and talk to me if they were struggling with something or whatever. Yeah, that's understandable. So, yeah, it it was fun for sure. But <laughs> yeah, that uh, yeah, the military, the military uh, ways that I went about it uh, has worked out for me so far, and and we'll see. But I went to college for a couple of years, so I didn't join until I was twenty one. Yeah, so forty one will be my. <laughs> retirement pension that's still not bad no not at all not bad at all not at all so you'll see me uh acting uh full full force when i'm 41 hopefully hey, that's you what's know up. but than that i'll do i'll do little trinkets here and there that i'm doing still <laughs> as best to my ability while i'm writing my uh my book yeah you might see me too after a while though i yeah. gotta go to school after the marine corps yeah what are you gonna do uh, I'm also going for acting. I have to get my try to get my degree in fine arts, so yeah, my BA or BFA. Where you got a specific college you're looking at? Um, well, uh, the DFW Metroplex, like Fort Worth, has good um, like art schools. So I'm probably because I'm probably gonna most likely go back home and do it. So yeah, it's probably gonna be somewhere in Fort Worth. I'm not sure exactly yet because I got so much more time to finish up like my general courses and stuff like that general courses and yeah i'm still thinking about which institute or whatever there you go yeah look look at yeah and there's like some juilliard pe- yeah people do Ooh. theater ones yeah. yeah so i mean i'm thinking I, about it you i know. feel like that's a better a better it chance. probably is most likely but it's gonna be mad expensive for sure exactly yeah Bef- <laughs> yeah find one in new york or california for sure yeah, where would you want to move new york or california i'd probably do new york because my family's in pa yeah say i like new york don't get me wrong <laughs> New York, New York, but like, uh, oh man, it's just so city. I'm not as like a city guy like that, but then Cali's kind of like that too. Yeah. But I, but from my younger days of experience, I got to go to Cali before New York, and I kind of like fell in love with Cali. So you've been in Cali? Yeah. And like I, so, living or well, just for, visiting for the mo- Yeah, for the most part, just visiting. Um, but I was my first station was in MCS Yuma. Arizona. Oh, so okay. literally like three hours you're in San Diego or six hours go further up you're in Los Angeles and everything in between. So like I've been to Cali so many times it, it, and I've, I've only got the chance and opportunity, unfortunately, only to go to New York one time, which it was dope. But like yeah, there's some cool things to do in New York. Oh, no, it is. Like, it really is. It like, is mad crowded. And I went around Christmas Insanely time too. Crowded. Like. Man, and that was like a couple years ago. It was pretty dope. Everything like the Pokemon store, like the the Rockefeller yeah, building. Yeah. It was like an M&M store and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. They had like the Nutcracker going at the, the you know, it's like so You ever gone to any Broadways? Nah, I haven't. But yeah, there like, are some good Broadways. I haven't been to many. Uh I went to Newsies mm-hmm. because Newsies was my childhood movie. Like Ooh, I watched okay. all like <laughs> have you seen Greatest Showman? Yeah. Yeah. So if you really like that, you'd like Newsies. That is like old school. Yeah, see? 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a really good movie. Christian Bale stars in it. Yes, I know. he's the only like well-known person, and uh, and uh, you never thought Christian Bale would sing, but he sings in it. I mean, and, uh, I've seen him do other like theater things too. Like, I'm not sure if he's like you know like cats and stuff like that, but yeah. I'm just saying like you see him all the time doing. Um, oh, there's another one. I've never seen him sing besides Newsies. But wasn't he in? Well, it's like one of those movies where it's like singing into what what are those called? Like they're like musicals, yeah. But they're like movies, so you know, like um, Lame is? is that yeah. what you're talking about? But but sometimes other than the movies, they do them, you know, as musical, like actual musicals. Like you know how they got the Cats movies out, the Cats movie that's yeah. just recently ran. But it's usually a, you know a musical. They do it, you know. Well, Cats on was Broadway. originally a Broadway, so you right. got like Rent, right? So like Grease, yeah, Rent is a good one too. But, so that's what I'm saying. Like I've seen Hugh Jackman do. Plenty of those um, on not Broadway. Hugh Jackman crazy. Oh, Christian Bale. Bale. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. No, yeah, you're right. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, always, is. Oh, he did right. Greatest Showman. No, Christian Bale, yeah. like Batman. Yeah, I haven't really seen him do. Yeah, yeah. watch Other Newsies, man. A, if you've never seen it, it's a really good movie. It's uh, it's a true story about uh, the the New York strike of the Orphan Boys because back in the day, the Orphan Boys um, of New York City uh, sold the papers, right, and they lived off of the the profit that they had selling the papers but the uh the newspaper um people uh william randolph hearst and uh um pulitzer they jacked the price up to make more money and the orphan boys didn't like that because then they they make less money so basically they went on strike um to kind of put a voice to them to drop the wages back down and basically every city surrounding new york if the orphan boys didn't go on strike with them they fought them yeah, it was. It's really good. But the 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 main character Jack Kelly, he was a escaped convict, and so basically, like the uh, yeah, so the cops are always after him. But you know, the orphan boys had mad respect for him, so they always protected him and stuff like that. It's a really good. I, yeah, I just looked it up. Got, okay, so and the music is not like Rent or Grease or Hairspray or whatever. The, like if you like the music of Greatest Showman, mm-hmm. that is the type of music with Newsy. So it is literally like upbeat. You know, just a bunch of dudes singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the greatest showman is the newsies of this time period, basically. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so I I really enjoyed that. And uh, where where did we? <laughs> how did we get there? I don't even remember what we were talking about. But uh, okay. Um. Uh, so anyway, I don't even remember how we got to that rabbit trail. But so let's <laughs> let's hit up these uh, let's hit up these um. <laughs> dad jokes. We gotta get some dad jokes going because we need some humor in this podcast. And we haven't hit any of them yet, so let's let's set up some some dad jokes. Uh, I'm gonna start with some <laughs> really really mad corny ones, and then I'm gonna get to some ones that I think are mad hilarious. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna see where it goes from there. Uh, if it's not funny, don't laugh. Mm. But if it's funny, I think mine are mostly corny. I think I laugh at everything, so these are f- sound funny to me. But <laughs> they probably not funny to anybody else. <laughs> I don't do dad jokes that much, but this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to some dad jokes. Here we go. Uh, uh, you want to start off? You sure. Wanna, all right, you start off. Let's let's right. see where we go here. <clears throat> What's the difference between a guitar and a fish? Hmm. I I don't know. You can tune a guitar, but you can't. Tuna fish. <laughs> so that's, funny to me. that's corny. <laughs> that was funny though. Come on, that was so good. <laughs> I told you most of these are gonna be corny. I don't know. Why. All right, you're right. What do you call a man 
who never toots in public. A non-tweeter. A private tutor. Oh, that is pretty good. <laughs> I was closing it. Oh. <laughs> a tweeter? Where'd you get tweeter? I said toot. I don't know. Like fart. I thought you, you know? said tweet. Nah, I said you never toots. Tweeter. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. I'm next. <clears throat> All right, hit me. What do computers eat for a snack? Hmm. Microchips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's some corny stuff. It is, <laughs> but I think mostly dad jokes are corny. Like, I've never had a non-corny You know what you call a dinosaur you can't see? Uh, a blindosaurus. Do you think he saw us? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. You get? Yeah, Do you get think it. he saw us? Yeah. <laughs> what the? I would have never got that. Like, what? <laughs> You're not supposed to get it. Nah. Can't kill someone's pun. Well, I gotta try. All right. All right. You can so, do your best. All right. No, that one. I'm gonna leave that one. So, what is the difference between snowmen and snow women? I know. I think you. I've heard this one before. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Snowballs. <laughs> That's man. Come on, that's a good one. You know what a perverted frog says? What is it? Rub it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You all right, that was, that was I get it. <laughs> it's a little funny. All right. Uh, I got I'm one. sorry for all those innocent years out there. Oh man. Yeah, oh well this one's definitely not that in, not that it's innocent. <laughs> um a man is being arrested by a female police officer who informs him anything you say can and will be held against you. The man replies, boobs. Wow. <laughs> Come on, that was good. That's <laughs> uh, forgive me for anybody I offended. Oh, this is this is perfect for you. What Dallas Cowboy doesn't wear deodorant? Wow. None of them. Ezekiel Smelliot. Wow. That's the disrespect. That's <laughs> I had to bring that out for you since you're a Dallas fan. That's disrespectful. I thought I thought it wasn't too bad. Hey, we them boys. Now you good. <laughs> um, here we go. Um, last one. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? Uh-uh. It's okay. He woke up. Uh, uh, kidnapping. See, uh, okay. See, that was a good one. That was the best one I could find. <laughs> Dang, you're only at five. I got like 30 more. What? See, because you're a dad. All right. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> you know, the Secret Service isn't allowed to yell get down anymore Why when the that? president's about to be attacked. Now they yell, Donald, duck. Wow. Wow. I didn't <laughs> I should have guessed something like that. That makes sense. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So uh, why does Snoop Dogg always carry an umbrella? Because he's always high. For drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him saying that. Dude. That was wow. a good one. Yeah. I want to let you know, don't fart in the Apple store. What's that? They don't have any windows. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. There you go. How do you find Will Smith in the snow? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Look for the Fresh Prince. Uh, ah. Nice. Got him. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know why ducks can't fart? Uh, why is that? <laughs> they don't have any butt quacks. <laughs> <laughs> See, that uh, one was as funny, but it was all right. I like. Uh, it. I think you'll like this one. All right. My mom didn't like my report card. 
Why's that? So I said, okay. She said she wanted more A's. <laughs> so I said, okay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Oh, man. Did you get that one? I did get that one. I thought that was funny. That was good. Uh, my dog used to chase people on a bike a lot. Uh, and it got so bad I had to take his bike away. <laughs> that would be cool to see. I wouldn't take his bike away. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even take the bike away. <laughs> there was a, there's a good comedian that I listen to, Brian Regan. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Nope. You should listen to him. He's clean, but he has got a lot of funny jokes, but it reminds me of the dog. Uh, he kind of looks, sometimes he looks at stuff from like a parallel universe mm-hmm. where like if dogs do this, you know, like what would happen if humans do this? And it was like, mm-hmm. what if humans were like dogs, you know, cause they just bark, uh, for no reason, like on their porch. It's like, what if humans just like walked out on their porch and was just like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, 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 Brian, what are you doing? Hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was like turns into like, yeah, yeah it was, yeah, it's some good <laughs> stuff. They, he had stuff like, um, uh, you know how there's like ant piles out there, and uh, you know, as a kid, you used to just smash over the ant piles with your with mm-hmm. your feet. But ants would just, you know, just turn around and just start building it again. <laughs> He's like, you would think like there was just some some ants that would just be like, man, I ain't doing this again. He's standing <laughs> right there. He's just gonna knock it over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has some he has some good ones. Uh, actually, I'm gonna put in uh, uh, after this, I'm gonna put in my favorite joke uh from. Another comedian of mine, uh, it's called That's the Worst. I think I've showed you that one. Uh, but I'm going to put it in at the end of this. Uh, he is hysterically funny uh, when it comes to this. Uh, man, I can't re- He's one of my favorite comedians. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll look it up, and I'll put it in this. But it's it's one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard. It's long, <laughs> but it's one of those jokes where you know what's coming, mm. and it's funny. And you know what the punchline is going to be, but you just you just got to listen to it because he okay. just he puts it really well. Okay. So, yeah. Um, did you hear about the circus fire? Uh, no. It was intense. <laughs> Hold on. I think I just think I thought of another one, old one, but it's kind of corny, but I like it. Oh, hit me. Why was... Are you making this up? No, no, no. <laughs> Why was six afraid of seven? Oh, man. I've heard this one. Yeah, because seven ain't not. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's corny. So yeah. a vowel saves another vowel's life, and the other vowel says, "Hey E, I owe you." Oh my God! Oh, you gonna come at my for me according to you come with that? I wasn't even gonna say that one, but how corny yours was? I was like, man, I gotta yeah. I gotta bust it out now. But see, it's funny though. Yeah, it's corny but funny. You know why Adele crossed the road? What to say hello from the other side? Hello. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Uh, we got a couple more. I'm sorry. This is all cringeworthy for everyone who's listening, but, you know. Because I laugh at everything, yeah. so you can't trust me. So a man went to a zoo. When he got there, there was only one animal there. Aww. It was a dog. It was a shit zoo. <laughs> what? I get it, but get it's it? like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's almost over. Oh, man. So uh, what kind of bee makes milk? Bumblebee. Oh. Boobies. Oh, I had a boob one. <laughs> you had one. Yeah, you had one. I had to get I had to get one out there. <laughs> bit. Uh now I'm gonna get to some of the funny ones that I, I really like. Uh <laughs> I wanted to go on a diet, but I feel like I have way too much on my plate right now. Oh yeah, I see what you I, was, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. 
because he's a plate of foods in front of him. I get but he's also <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you got to really think about him to, yeah, to, to get into Before you, it. like, yeah. <laughs> Here's one. <laughs> I was wondering why the ball was getting bigger. Then it hit me. Then it hit me. Yeah, I heard, <laughs> I heard that one before. I heard that one That was before. a good one. I, I think those are funny. Um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> what did the drummer call his twin daughters? I don't know. And a one and a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two Anna's, right? That. I can see that. Yeah. All right. I got three more, I think. Uh, how did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? Mm. He felt his presence. Hey. Uh, okay. Come on. You felt your presence when you were when you were a kid, right? Yeah. How are you going to make a Star Wars joke? I thought you didn't like Star Wars. I'm not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. I, I, thought, I thought it was good. Uh <laughs> I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is my all-time favorite dad joke that I found so far. Uh, you've probably heard of it, but I, I laugh at it every time I hear it. <laughs> What's the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? Hmm. People in Dubai don't like Flintstones, but the people at Abu Dhabi do. What the? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you even find Oh, these? come on. That's funny, Where right? Where did you find Abu Dhabi-Doo? Yeah, Abu dhabi do. Yeah, but, like, you know, like, what if somebody's never watched the Flintstones? Come on. Well, then then they're just living. They're just, just <laughs> they're not living. sheltered. They're not living the life. <laughs> yeah, no. They're not living life at all. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to get some dad jokes out there. You know, I, sometimes you got to have some cringeworthy podcast episodes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is one true. of them. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But uh if any if any listener got at least one crack from these jokes, that's all that matters. Exactly. That's all I care about. Guaranteed. I cracked at them. And yeah. I laugh at everything though, so like I said. <laughs> that's good. I mean you always want you always want to, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you know you know what you call a gay drive by? What's that? A fruit roll up. Oh. Well, hey, I <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like fruit roll ups though. Yeah. They're good, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna so, lie. That's not even bad. <laughs> what, Shoot, did, what, did, what did the bra <laughs> say to the hat? Um, I don't know. Go on ahead. I'll give these two a lift. Oh man, spring's here! I got so excited, I wet my plants. Wow. Mm, yeah. Now I'm wow. going downhill. For sure. But anyway, yeah, those are my dad jokes. I was looking at them a couple of days and uh, wanted to spit some out for. Your enjoyment, so... Uh, oh, there's a gym one. Instead of the John, I call my toilet the gym. That way it sounds better when I say I go to the gym first thing mm. See? Nice. I didn't even think of that. Ha-ha. Got That's em. good. <laughs> That's good. I like that. So, uh, Dre, thank you again for being on my podcast. Uh, no problem. Uh, dad jokes will probably be no more. Um <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna flop or uh, or or bust or, but well, you know, it it could it could skyrocket. Who knows? But uh, dad jokes is like man, once every you know twenty five years. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll get some actual jokes coming uh, later on down the road. But uh, yeah, I enjoy you coming on, Dre. No we're gonna problem. do this again. I think we're gonna have you. You said at least once a week. So yeah, you'll you'll I'll listen try. to, to <laughs> Dre's beautiful voice once a week, and uh, we'll get some new. Uh, We'll get some new people on. Maybe Steve. Steve will come on, right, Steve? Yeah, sure. There it is. Hey, Steve. All right. <laughs> S- 
Steve will have fun. Yeah, <laughs> get that yeah. dance on. Fuck it up, fuck it up. So, again, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Quote Podcast. Uh, we'll be here at, le- at least three to four times a week. Uh, I'll try to do my best to get on here. But uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, like, follow, and subscribe. Get your friends involved uh, because, you know, the more the merrier. And that's the enjoyment of it all. So thanks again for joining us. Uh, stay safe out there. And above all, and uh, for the second time, stay classy.